Today's episode of Read Me Romance is brought to you by Boom Factory Publishing, where romance is built. Now bringing you the happily ever alpha world. 16 incredible authors have written books in the Until Her, Until Him series by Aurora Rose Reynolds. Amazing standalone books by Elle Christensen, Layla Frost, Rochelle Page, Jenica Snow, Ella Fox, and many more. If you love happy endings and alpha males, and who doesn't, go to boomfactorypublishing.com to check out the current list of brand new available books. You don't want to miss these fabulous stories, many of them from authors we've featured on the podcast. Check it out now. I'll wait. Hey! Hey, lady listener. Welcome back. <laughs> it's Wednesday and you're stuck with us. Alexa Riley, it's Leah and Mel. <laughs> we never go away. We're always here. Yay! In your face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, make sure you cannot forget us. Hey, it's Wednesday, right? Yes, I'm not saying. Why are you going to do your thing? <laughs> it's hump day! <laughs> I was going to try not to say it. That's why I said lady listeners. I Uh, listen, today's Wednesday in real time too. It's actually Wednesday. (laughs) And I heard you say it on today's recording. I was like, like, it's so cute. I love hearing it. It's just my favorite. I don't give a fuck if you think it's old. I don't care. Played out. You're still going to do it. God damn it. So yesterday we left you with a hot little tease. We're going to do it again today. And we're also going to talk about ourselves once again. I mean, you're with Alexa Riley. You want to know the dirt. So we're going to give it to you. You're going to hear it first here before we tell anybody else about Wedding Cake Crashers. Because we came up with it on this podcast. So if you're here just for Evangeline Anderson, a couple weeks ago, we were writing or we were talking about Carity. It was her week on the podcast and it was our hundredth episode. And I said, I wanted to have cake because wedding cake is my absolute favorite cake in the whole world because it's special and it's got love and people take their time. And so then we had like this awesome book idea that spawned from that. I think you even said it on the podcast. I think you came up with the idea. I said, instead of crashing wit, like men crash to get laid and dance and party. What if these girls crash just for wedding cake? And I was like, yes. So we did. And so the day that podcast aired, I wrote the bl- the blurb for Wedding Cake Crashers and we threw it up in the, uh, the Read Me Romance headquarters. That's our group on Facebook. You can request to join and get in there with us for all the details about all the authors and books and everything we talk about that we feature on the podcast. So we did. We talked about Wedding Cake Crashers. And so that we came up with a book on there. So it actually goes live. Do you know the date? I didn't even look up to see. It's already it, live now. It went live on the 10th. Okay. Okay. So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Or am Sorry. I wrong? No, no, no. In real time, today's the 17th, I think. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so it should be live already if you want to go get it. But so We're you so wanna- wrong. <laughs> it's it's in may yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say i didn't think it was out yet but maybe i had my days wrong yeah because we're we're actually writing it i know well it's crazy too because we're so far ahead we're not normally this prepared and we're we've got books all the way scheduled until may and it's like the first week of april for us right now so this is insane we're very confused yeah yeah so yeah it comes out may May 10th, is that right? 
Yeah, let me check okay. out the calendar here. It comes out. Wedding Cake Crashers comes out May 10th. Yep. What we talked about on the podcast is kind of like the same uh, the same situation on the book. Do you want to tell them about it now that we're still writing it? We uh, Well, the Wedding Cake Crashers is she meets a guy, of course, when she's crashing the wedding. He made the cake out of an emergency. But usually we like to write in friends. It's just for me, at least. I don't know about you, Leah. It's easier when they have a friend to banter with. Yeah. So everybody always wants the friend's book. <laughs> no. And I'm reading the book that we've already wrote as, you know, I'm reading Leah's chapter and she gave the friend this incredibly hilarious scene. And I'm like, and Leah's like, so yeah, people are going to want this book. <laughs> no. So the girl, the heroine, her name's Sugar, of course. Her name's Sugar. It's just a wedding cake book. And the guy's name is Hank. So Sugar's friend's name is Nikki. And so, anyway, so it's the day of the wedding, and Hank, he's the best man in his brother's wedding. The cake gets destroyed by a flock of geese, wild geese. So Hank is like, I'm going to learn how and bake this cake and decorate it in the next few hours. So don't worry, I got you, bro. So so he makes the cake, and he takes it into the reception, and it's gorgeous and everything. And so Nikki, and well, Sugar, the heroine, she comes to the wedding, and her friend Nikki's with her, and they're, you know, waiting on the cake and stuff. So meanwhile, Hank's cousin Dean is there at the wedding and Dean and Nikki end up hooking up. Or, or there's there's a penis piercing involved and a, and an sexual, <laughs> and a sexual emergency that pulls Hank away from Sugar. So they end up, he has to go take care of this emergency and you kind of get a little glimpse of uh, Nikki and Dean, the, them hooking up. So, so yeah, so I suggested when we got to the end of Wedding Cake Crashers, I said, you know, what if we just wrote like this little story, but we picked it up like they've already, the side couple, they've already hooked up and, you know, we just go from there. And Melissa's like, if you think you can write this book without giving them that scene, you've lost your fucking mind. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, everybody's going to want to read it from their point of view. Shit. So we've got to go back and write that now. So, but you had a really cool idea, though, about the story, because I said, well, I said, if we do Wedding Cake Crashers, I said, how are we, this other short book is only like 5,000 words. I was like, it's going to be so short. I said, I don't feel like we can release one and then make them buy one more, and and Amazon won't let us do it anymore, put them together. Yeah, we used to do, like, in Mechanic, you could get the best friend's story at the end, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't released on its own. That was the only place you could get it, and I guess they consider that bonus books. But it went with yeah. the story, and that's the only place it was. But you're not allowed to do that anymore. So I came up with the idea that when you get to the end of Wedding Cake Crashers, there's going to be a link. You can click that link, and it's going to take you to sign up to get the um, Nikki and Dean story. Which, what did you name it? Oh, I can't remember now. Fuck. Oh, oh, Sweet Enough to Eat? Yeah, Sweet Enough to Eat. So you're mm-hmm. going to click that link. You're going to put your email in. And it's going to shoot you the book in an email. So, yeah. So you're going to get it for free. So we just thought, like, instead of, you know, making you buy Wedding Cake Crashers and then turning around the next day and having to buy Sweet Enough to Eat, we were like, let's just give it to them for free. So it's kind of our gift to you and to those of you listening to the podcast. I mean, we're going to obviously tell everybody about it, but we just appreciate you guys listening and letting us kind of play on here and come up with this really fun wedding cake crasher story that you know we we had a really fun time writing and it's just it's so silly and it's just it's it's so fun so 
But we're definitely putting at the end of Wedding Cake Crasher because you need to read that one. Because we're not going to go into super, super detail. Like we said, it's going to be really short. You're Mm going to have to have already seen some of their backstory. Yeah, it won't necessarily be a standalone. So you're going to want to, like, just go get it. So, yeah, like Mel said, there's a link at the end. You'll click on that. It'll take you. You'll be able to download it for free. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll let you guys go to the chapter, I guess, to the next installment in Evangeline Anderson. And then we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Chapter 5 She had to explain what she meant again, of course. Who knew there were so many strangely named sexual positions? And before I knew it, Kurt and I were lying on our sides on the bed, facing each other. Now, wrap your arms and legs around each other. Twine yourself together, she directed, getting the camera ready. Kurt pulled me close, and I pressed my face against the hard planes of his chest, afraid to look into his eyes. He smelled so good, like leather and musk and hot, aroused man. It was hard to think. I knew I should be apologizing for getting him into this, but I couldn't even look at him, much less talk to him. I was afraid that he was mad at me, and frankly, I wouldn't blame him if he was. We had gone a lot further than either one of us had intended to, and all because I wanted the chance to work with the famous Lisa McKenzie, something which probably didn't seem too important to Kurt. Okay, Mel, throw your leg over Kurt's. Lisa's voice penetrated the fog of shame I was feeling. This position is good for intimacy, so I want you to look up into Kurt's eyes. Maybe kiss him. That would be a nice touch. I honestly tried, but I couldn't do it. Couldn't look him in the eyes after what we had just been doing. Kurt, I murmured, still looking at his chest. I, I'm sorry. I know that this is turning out to be more than we bargained for. I'll understand if you want to quit. What are you talking about? Of course I'm not going to quit. Hey, look at me, Mel. Gentle fingers raised my chin so I couldn't help looking into his deep blue eyes. I'm sorry for what I did too, he murmured. I got carried away, I guess. It's hard not to with you. You're so beautiful. Thanks. I could feel my cheeks heating with a blush and gave him a little smile. So you're not mad at me for getting you into this in the first place? He smiled back. Not if you're not mad at me for touching you the way I did. You had to, I murmured, reaching up to card my hand through his thick, inky black hair. You have to do what the photographer tells you during these things. Get into the poses they want. Give them the emotions they're asking for. Otherwise, the end result sucks. You really believe that? He asked. I nodded. You can't do things half-assed. You have to really get into it, really feel it to get the perfect shot. And follow the photographer's directions. Kurt tilted my chin some more and breathed against my lips. I think she told you to kiss me. I think you're right, I whispered. And then his mouth was covering mine, and I couldn't think anymore. 
If I were honest, I would admit that I'd been dreaming about kissing Kurt almost from the moment our parents said I do and we all moved in together. I had repressed the urge fiercely because I knew how wrong it was, but I'd be lying if I said I killed it altogether. From the way he kissed me, Kurt had been repressing quite a few emotions himself. He had only ever given me a quick brotherly peck on the cheek before, but he was doing considerably more than that now. We were spread out and naked in each other's arms with his mouth covering mine and his tongue exploring me as if he owned every inch of my body. At that moment, I was prepared to admit that he did because I had never wanted anything as badly as I wanted that kiss to last. But all good things must come to an end, even my first real kiss with Kurt. Lisa's voice pulled us apart, although I wasn't quite sure what she was saying. My heart was going like crazy, and I felt dizzy, almost drunk with need. I think she had to repeat herself at least twice before I understood what she was saying. Lotus position, I heard her say, which didn't make any sense. But she explained herself as usual, and before I knew it, Kurt was sitting up in the middle of the bed, and I was straddling his lap with my legs wrapped around his waist. The heat of his erection branded my belly, and when I looked down, I could see pearly drops of pre-cum beating at the head of his thick cock. Kurt saw where my eyes were directed, and his tan face got a little red. Sorry, Mel. I can't seem to help it, not with you so close and so, so naked, I finished for him. That's okay, Kurt. It's kind of flattering in a way. He looked relieved. Glad you see it that way. It makes for a better shoot anyway, I said, smiling at him. After all, you want the reader to think we're actually about to to act on some of these positions. That wouldn't be possible if you weren't, uh, ready. More than ready, he growled, and I thought he was going to kiss me again, which I had no problem with, but Lisa interrupted us again. Closer, she motioned with her hands. Come on, I want the reader to believe he's really inside you, Mel. There's no way that's possible with you sitting so far away. I had thought I was already pretty close, but I did my best to please her. Wrapping my arms around Kurt's neck, I slid forward until my breasts pressed against him, my nipples rubbing against his hard chest. But what made us both gasp was what was happening below. When I pressed so close to him, the pose we were holding very nearly became a reality. It probably wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been so wet, but there was nothing I could do about that. As I pressed forward, my pussy lips parted, and the thick shaft of Kurt's cock slid into position between them, inside my slippery folds. He wasn't in the right area to actually enter me. The plum-shaped head of his cock was at the top of my slit, pointing at my belly button. But his thick length was rubbing against my sensitive clit, and my pussy lips were wrapped around him in an intimate embrace I had never intended. 
We both froze, and I began to pull back, but then Lisa was there with her camera saying, Good, excellent, exactly what I need, and clicking away. I had a hard time meeting Kurt's eyes, as shame and desire warred inside me. This was so much worse than having his fingers inside me. We were very nearly fucking. It was by far the most realistic pose we had been in yet. Kurt spoke first. You're so wet, he murmured in my ear as I hung on to him for dear life, trying not to notice how good it felt to have my pussy opened by his hard shaft. So wet and so hot. What do you expect? I snapped, totally embarrassed now. After the way you were kissing me and, and touching me earlier? He didn't seem offended by my irritable tone. So you liked it when I fingered your pussy, he murmured. Did it turn you on, Mel? Did it make you hot when I stroked your clit and put my fingers in your cunt? My heart was jackhammering again as I fought to keep control of myself. My breath kept wanting to come in short little pants, like I was running a race uphill. It was all I could do to keep my voice low and even when I answered. We had to get the best shot, I said, not looking at him and deliberately ducking the question. She wanted to get a picture of you touching me, so you had to touch me, that was all. But you liked the way it felt when I fingered you. It made you wet, right? He persisted. What do you think? I demanded. Deliberately, I raised and then lowered myself so that his shaft and the broad head of his cock slid over my slippery folds and the throbbing butt of my clit. Kurt and I both groaned at the extra stimulation, and I knew his shaft was probably coated with my pussy honey by now. It was a single motion to prove a point, but Lisa noticed it at once. That's good, she said excitedly, still snapping away. Do that some more. Act like you're riding him, Mel. Kurt, put your hands on her waist and help her move. Both of you, get into it. What could I do? I braced my hands on Kurt's broad shoulders and began to slide up and down. I'm sure from her perspective, it looked like he was actually inside me, like we were actually fucking. And even though we weren't, it was still almost more than I could bear. The friction of his shaft against my clit was delicious. And I could feel the pleasure building inside me again as I bounced on his lap. But once again, Lisa intervened. Slower now, she directed. Long, slow strokes. This can be almost tantric, if you do it right. You can make it last for hours. Slow it down. We did as she asked, Kurt raising and lowering me against his shaft as though I was light as a feather. He moved slowly, with a controlled intensity that made me wonder what it would be like if we ever really did make love. I knew it was wrong to think like that, but when he looked at me with the burning need in his deep blue eyes, I couldn't seem to think of anything else. 
More than once, the head of his cock came dangerously near the entrance of my pussy. Once, I thought I felt just the very tip of it enter me, but Kurt pulled back quickly. Still, I knew he was coating the inside of my pussy with his pre-cum, and I was glad I was on the pill. I love to feel you wrapped around me like this, he murmured as he glided over me. Love to feel how hot and wet your pussy gets when we touch. I can't help it, I whispered back, biting my lip. I mean, you've got me all spread open and... And you're rubbing against me. Of course it makes me wet, the same way it makes you hard. You make me hard any time I'm around you, Mel, he murmured. And we don't have to be doing this for it to happen, although it certainly helps. He captured my lips again for a long, slow, sensual kiss as we continued to move. I wasn't sure it was a good idea since Lisa hadn't asked us to kiss, but since she didn't object, I reasoned with myself that it probably made a much better picture and we should just go on. Just as I was thinking that he tasted delicious, kind of like salty cinnamon, Kurt moved from my lips to the side of my neck. He lapped and sucked at the sensitive skin, making me groan helplessly. From there, he moved down to my nipples. Ducking his head, he caught one of my tight buds between his lips and began to suck and nip gently, sending sparks of pain and pleasure through my entire body. I threw back my head and pressed my chest forward, offering him easier access. It felt so good, I couldn't think. All I could do was feel, and there was so much to feel. His hot mouth on my sensitive flesh, his hard naked body pressed against my own, and his naked shaft stroking over my clit until I thought I was going to go crazy with need. That's good, Kurt. I heard Lisa say through the haze of passion that was clouding my brain. Play with her breasts. Make the most of that face-to-face -face contact. Kurt moved to my other nipple, lapping gently at first, and then sucking fiercely, making me gasp and moan. And the entire time, he continued to raise and lower my hips, so my open pussy kept gliding over his cock. The slow, sensuous movements were a different kind of torture from the faster ride I'd had earlier. Kurt's actions were so deliberate and purposeful that I had nothing to do but hang on to his shoulders while he fake-fucked me. Nothing to do but wonder what it would feel like to have that thick shaft inside me for real. At last, just as I was reaching the edge, Lisa called a halt again. I was beginning to wonder if she had a sixth sense about when someone was about to come, and the unresolved sexual tension inside me was getting to be too much to bear. Okay, you two, just a couple more before the break, she said. Classic missionary first. I couldn't believe she'd actually named another position I knew. Feeling vulnerable all over again, I lay on my back and beckoned for Kurt to lie on top of me. He didn't hesitate for an instant, and as his big body settled on top of mine, 
I experienced a strange feeling of rightness, almost as though we were coming home in some way. It just felt so good to wrap my arms and legs around him and embrace him with my entire body, my entire being. He was already kissing me again when the shaft of his cock slid between my pussy lips in the now familiar dance of intimacy. This okay? He asked, thrusting his hips to indicate the way his shaft was sliding over my open pussy. Yeah. I whispered breathlessly. Just be careful. It would be easy to, to go too far this way. Like this? He slid downward so that just the head of his cock was lodged at the entrance of my pussy, and I moaned. With one hard thrust, he could be all the way inside me, filling me fucking me as we had been pretending to do for over an hour now, and I knew there was nothing I could do about it. Nothing I could do but spread my legs and let him in. Nothing but open myself and let him fuck me. Kurt, I murmured, and there was a pleading in my tone that made him stop. Sorry, he whispered. I won't. You know I won't, Mel. I didn't mean to upset you. That's okay, I told him, kissing him softly. I just want to be careful, that's all. All right. He kissed me back, and then Lisa was calling for a new position. This one is called the plow, she explained, when she had me on my back with Kurt kneeling in front of me. I had my legs over his shoulders, and I was looking up into his eyes, wondering what was next. As it turned out, she just had us hold the pose for a short while, because it was, as she said, hard to fake. It's good for deep penetration, she explained. Makes the woman feel utterly dominated because the man takes total control. But, unfortunately, there's no way to hide the fact that Kurt isn't really inside you. I wondered if she was waiting for us to volunteer to do those penetration shots. But if so, she would be waiting a long time. We were already going a lot further than I had ever planned on going, and that would be just a step too far, in my opinion. We did a few more variations on the man-on-top position. One with me laying at the end of the bed and Kurt standing over me as though ready to penetrate me, which Lisa called the stand and deliver. And another rather uncomfortable pose where I was supporting my body on my shoulder blades and heels with my ass high in the air. This was the modified missionary. And I had an ache in my lower back when we were finished taking pictures of it. I wondered briefly what was left for the contortionist couple Lisa was calling in if she had me doing poses like that. Through it all, Kurt and I continued to touch in the most intimate way, his cock rubbing casually against my open pussy, but never quite entering me as we tried position after position. It was getting to be more than I could stand, although it didn't seem to bother him. Every once in a while, if the position allowed, he would reach out and cup my breasts, playing with my sensitive nipples until I moaned. 
Lisa didn't tell him to do it, but she didn't discourage it either. And since I knew it would make for a better, more passionate shot, I didn't object. I just bit my lip and let him touch me, knowing that I wanted his hands all over my body almost as much as he wanted to put them there. It was wrong, but it was still only simulated sex, I comforted myself. After all, it wasn't like we were fucking for real. His cock wasn't really even inside me, just sliding against me. And letting Kurt rub his hard shaft against my swollen folds while he stroked my breasts and pinched my nipples in order to get the perfect picture wasn't such a big deal, was it? Before I could answer that question, Lisa called for a break. Kurt and I separated reluctantly, and both of us put our robes back on and sat on the side of the bed, drinking water from plastic squeeze bottles and trying to pretend we hadn't just spent the last hour breaking the unspoken rules we'd spent the last five years trying frantically to not break. You two are doing great now that you're all warmed up, Lisa said, patting my knee and smiling. In fact, I like the two of you together so much, I want to ask you for a little something extra. What do you say? Kurt and I looked at each other uncertainly. Well, I said at last when it became clear he wasn't going to speak up. What exactly does a little something extra involve? Chapter 6 the first chapter of the book is all about preparing your lover for sex, Lisa explained, taking a pull from her plastic water bottle and adjusting her thick glasses on her nose. I was going to use some of the shots of Kurt touching you that I got earlier, but there's a chapter on oral sex as well. Now, I know how you two feel about going too far on film, she said, raising a hand to stop us before either Kurt or I could object but I'm not looking to go all out here. I just need a few softer pictures of genital kissing, something sweet and affectionate. You two seem to be crazy about each other, and I think your feelings would translate well to film. What do you say? She looked at us, one eyebrow raised, and Kurt looked at me. Mel, what do you think? He asked, his deep voice rumbling in his chest. I realized that he was leaving the decision completely up to me and had a moment of panic. Do, uh, would you like to? I asked him haltingly, feeling my cheeks grow hot with a blush. Very much, he murmured, reaching out to stroke my cheek. But only if you want to. I made a decision I hoped I wouldn't regret later. We'll do it, I said turning back to Lisa. As long as it doesn't get too, uh, involved. No, no, just something soft focus and gentle. That's all I'm looking for, she assured me. If you're both ready, we can get back to it. Kurt and I nodded, and then we had to shed our bathrobes for the second time that day. It was harder this time, although I didn't know why. Lisa's staff was so quiet and unobtrusive that I hardly noticed they were there anymore. And Lisa herself couldn't have been more professional. 
I think it was because I had been letting the forbidden feelings I had for Kurt expand in the past hour or so, like I never had before. I'd been squashing those feelings for a good five years, and it was scary to realize how quickly they could take root in my heart and grow once I let them. I stole a quick glance at my stepbrother, wondering if he felt the same. But Kurt's face was hard to read. His deep blue eyes were far away as he shed his robe and joined me on the bed. Okay, Lisa directed, putting down her water bottle and picking up her camera. Kurt sitting on the edge of the bed and Melanie sitting between his legs on the floor. Let's go, people. We did as she commanded, and soon I was eye to eye with my stepbrother's impressive equipment. I had been feeling his cock rub against me for the past hour, but this was the first time I'd gotten a chance to examine him closely, and I liked what I saw. His shaft was thick, I mean really thick, almost the circumference of my wrist at the base, and he was probably somewhere between nine and ten inches long when fully erect, which he certainly was now. The plum-shaped head was still beaded with pearls of pre-cum, and I wondered how much of that slippery fluid he'd gotten inside me while we were fake-fucking earlier. For some reason, the idea of his pre-cum, or his cum for that matter, going inside me, actually shooting inside my pussy and filling me up, was an incredible turn-on. I could feel myself getting wet and hot again, just thinking about it. And I wondered if Kurt had imagined it too. Unfortunately, Lisa didn't seem to feel the same way I did. Wipe it off, get rid of it, she said, motioning to the pearly drops on the tip of Kurt's cock. This is going to be a highbrow book. We have no place for cum shots, she explained when we looked at her questioningly. Kurt reached between his legs, but I beat him to it. Let me, I murmured, wrapping my fingers around the base of his shaft. He blew out a breath and stared down at me as if he couldn't take his eyes off me touching his cock. Sure, Mel, be my guest, he breathed. I didn't know where I got the nerve, but before I could stop myself, I leaned forward and lapped the head of his cock. His warm, musky flavor, slightly salty and a little bitter, exploded across my tongue just as I heard the click of the camera. Excellent, Lisa murmured, adjusting her lens. Again, please, Mel, and this time kiss it. I pressed a hot, open-mouthed kiss to the head of my stepbrother's cock, and then got even more daring and twisted my tongue around it, licking him like he was a sucker I wanted to taste. This made him produce even more pre-cum, which I licked up greedily so he wouldn't get in trouble with Lisa. I heard Kurt's breathing speed up as I tasted him, and I was tempted to take even more of him in my mouth. Of course, he was too long and thick for me to get him all the way in. But I did the best I could, and before I knew it, I was actually bobbing my head and giving him a blowjob. Kurt buried one hand in my hair and watched avidly as his thick shaft slid between my lips, the broad head hitting the back of my throat with each stroke. 
Through it all, Lisa continued to take pictures of me going down on him. But I was so into the moment, I barely heard the clicking of the camera anymore. Kurt was groaning deep in his throat, and I felt incredibly powerful, incredibly hot, hearing him gasp and moan as I sucked him. He had always been so annoyingly in control of himself and every situation from the minute I'd met him that it was a real power trip to make him lose that control, even if I did have to suck his cock to do it. Oh my God, sucking his cock. I'm sucking my own stepbrother's cock. The thought made me stop in mid-suck, feeling guilty and wrong but Lisa was already calling a halt anyway. We have more than enough of that, she said, fiddling with her camera. Mel, it's your turn on the bed. Kurt, get between her legs. I felt incredibly vulnerable as I settled myself on the bed. Kurt seemed to sense my tension because he parted my thighs gently, rubbing up and down my legs with his large, warm hands in long, soothing strokes. It's okay, Mel, he murmured. You know I wouldn't hurt you. I know, I whispered back. I just, I've never really done this before. And you're not really going to do it now, he reminded me. This is like everything else, fake. We're just going to make a pretty picture so whoever reads this book thinks I was really going down on you. You're right, I know, I said. His words both comforted and saddened me, but I didn't know why. It felt pretty real a minute ago, though, he admitted, still stroking my thighs as he smiled up at me. Where did you learn to suck cock like that? I blushed. Nowhere. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Did it feel good? Incredible, he assured me placing a soft kiss on my inner thigh. I swear, I was right on the edge of coming when she stopped us. Remember, no cum shots, I reminded him with a giggle. That's why I had to keep sucking you. You kept making more and more pre-cum. I didn't want you to get in trouble. Remind me to get in trouble like that more often, he murmured, grinning up at me. Okay, are we ready? Lisa bustled up, an entirely new lens on her camera. I was beginning to wonder how many she had. More than ready, Kurt told her. What do you want me to do? Just kiss her to start with, Lisa directed him. Spread her legs a little wider so that she opens up a little. We want to show just a hint of clit, I think. Good. She nodded as Kurt did as she said. And now, kiss her like you were kissing her mouth she continued. I had propped myself on my elbows because it made me feel too vulnerable to lay flat on my back. So I was able to watch as Kurt followed her instructions. Leaning forward, he pressed a soft kiss to the top of my mound, where the soft, neatly trimmed thatch of red curls grew. I caught my breath as he lifted his mouth and brushed his lips against the top of my pussy slit, and even lower gently pressing his mouth to my puffy outer lips. Good. Lisa's voice was hushed, and even the clicking of her camera seemed muted. 
Now, spread her open with your thumbs. Let's see that hot little clit. And let's see you kissing it while you hold her open. Kurt seemed more than eager to obey her commands. His breath was warm and ticklish against my inner thighs as he parted my pussy lips and pressed a hot, open-mouthed kiss to my throbbing clit. I fisted my hands in the white cotton sheet and bit my lip as I watched him kiss me. It was all I could do to stop myself from burying my eager fingers in his thick black hair and pulling him forward so that I could ride his face. I felt so hot, I thought I was going to explode. And yet Kurt continued with the exquisite torture, never hurrying as he took things further and further, step by step. First, he lapped gently at my clit, and then he sucked it into his mouth and traced it over and over with the tip of his tongue. A low moan burst out of me, and I felt like my heart was beating in every part of my body at the same time. God, it was so hot, watching him open me and eat me. Watching the enjoyment on his face as his tongue explored me until my cunt honey coated his cheeks. I wondered if I had looked like that when I sucked his cock, if I had been half as absorbed and excited as he was now, lapping my cunt. I thought I probably had. After all, the fact that sucking him excited me so much was one of the reasons I was as wet as I was right now. I wondered if down below, Kurt was getting even hotter and harder. Wondered if he was producing more of that salty pre-cum I had licked up for him earlier. Penetrate her with your tongue, Lisa's voice was murmuring somewhere in the fog of pleasure surrounding me. Lift her hips in your hands and get as deep into her as you can. Kurt didn't need her directions. He seemed to know instinctively what to do to make me feel good. I moaned again as he slid both hands under my ass and his scratchy cheeks brushed against my tender inner thighs. The new position spread me even wider, reminding me of the plow pose we'd been in earlier. And then Kurt was thrusting his tongue deep inside me, fucking me with it as if it were his cock and he was desperate to come. Kurt, oh God, Kurt, I gasped as he tongue fucked me. Losing control, I buried my fingers in his hair and pressed up against him, riding his mouth shamelessly as he brought me right to the edge. This time, I knew I was going to come. There was no way I couldn't with my stepbrother's mouth all over my pussy and his tongue buried deep in my cunt. Okay, people, that's enough of that. Once again, Lisa called a halt before I could reach the end. I glared at her in frustration as Kurt untangled himself from my thighs unwillingly. I was so close, I whispered to him. So close to coming, I think I'm about to burst. I know how you feel. He licked his lips and smiled at me, his eyes half-lidded with lust. Going down on you has me about to explode, too. I always wondered what your pussy would taste like, Mel. You did? I bit my lip uncertainly. I mean, really? Really, he admitted. Especially on those damn vacations where we had to share a room. 
I used to fantasize about climbing under your covers and spreading your legs and going down on you, tasting your pussy while you tried not to moan too loud. The naughty fantasy surprised and pleased me. I had to admit I'd had similar thoughts while I lay in the bed across from him. Not that I had ever admitted them to myself, and I had certainly never expected to act on them as we had just now when I sucked Kurt's cock and he ate my pussy. I felt an uneasy sense of guilt at the thought, but I pushed it away. After all, this was just a one-time thing, a job for Pete's sake. I had to be professional and do what the photographer wanted, and Kurt was in the same boat. After we got out of here, we would go back to living our normal lives and never even talk about this again, I was sure. I was so busy reassuring myself that I almost missed Lisa's next words. I'm sorry, what? I asked her. I, uh, didn't get that. Lisa walked over, screwing yet another new lens on her camera. I asked how you two felt about doing those penetration shots we talked about, she said. And we're back. Hey. Hey. We left you with another giant tease. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm really sorry, but I'm really not. <laughs> no, it's so good, though. God, I can't wait to listen to this shit. All right. So make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us everywhere you are on social media. We're there, too. Um, like I said earlier, join us in our Facebook group, Read Me Romance Headquarters. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Or you can follow Alex Riley's on Snapchat if you feel like getting on there. So that's cool. That's we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Read me romance.